This is Leader to Leader from the University of West Florida's College of Business. Our host is Associate Dean Dr. Allie Green. Today's guest is Dr. Richard Fountain, Dean of UWF's College of Business and a clinical professor in the Department of Accounting and Finance. Following a successful 30-year law career in Mississippi, he joined the department as an adjunct instructor and later served as its chairman. We're sitting here with Dean Rick Fountain, and I call this the bookend edition because we started in the fall with Leader to Leader a little bit before that, and we started talking about what was going to go on. Now we're at the end of the academic year. And Rick, I have to say that it has been an interesting year, especially a time in higher education, especially a time as a new dean comes in. You happen to bring me in as an associate dean of academics and accreditation to support what you're doing and what the college is doing. So it's been a huge year for learning and for doing things differently, all in a time when it's going to be unprecedented. And so for a time capsule, this is what this is. It's the end, it's the bookend, and then we go on to another academic year. With you coming into the role as being dean of a college of business, which is a big deal, first off, if you can reflect now, what were the leadership traits maybe that you thought you had that you could bring to the job And then reflect on that. Are they really the leadership traits that you used? Let's just open the conversation and see where that goes. Well, I would say, Allie, that was a mouthful (laughs) that you were able to get all that out. And I want to reflect just a minute on this Leader to Leader Mm -hmm. series where the beginning bookend, we were sitting in Timeless Tanglewood looking out over a beautiful view in your studio there at the time over Bao Tahar, and it was such a beautiful day. And I don't think either of us realized how long the pandemic shut down, the pivoting away from what Mm. we anticipated College of Business would be going through, and education in general, higher education, all education for that matter. It's been a great journey, our sessions with other folks, hearing about their leadership and the commonalities In reflection, I'm not sure that I had given enough thought to communication and how Mm. important it was at this level. I was used to more running the Department of Accounting or a law office, and I communicated just on a need-to-know kind of basis, I think, in a lot of ways. And you quickly helped me understand that the people in the college business were confused. It's unprecedented for them. There were layoffs, furloughs, pay cuts going on all over academic America. Mm-hmm. And you really brought me along that a, a leader has to communicate. And he has to communicate not with what's always been comfortable, but what the times demand. And the times demanded more transparency, more really, you called them, how's everybody doing? I call them mm-hmm. wellness checks now. I think I had to work hard to be a better communicator on a deeper level. You taught me to begin by saying, how are you? And I did care about how people are. Mm -hmm. But you taught me that it's important to communicate that, to let them know that I care. So I think that was one thing Mm -hmm. that changed a little bit in what I might have anticipated. My work style would have been to go around and see people and get that in a conversation and Mm -hmm. the things you would learn. But 
we certainly have more than 50 people, and it's not the same when you can't walk down the hall and take a different uh, route and see different people when you have to communicate through some remote means. Mm -hmm. And as much as we learned about Zoom, (laughs) it still wasn't quite the same. Mm -hmm. You had us do the Dean's Corner every week, Mm -hmm. and virtually everyone in the College of Business would tune in. So Mm -hmm. communication would be a big Mm -hmm. skill that I think was used much differently than I would have ever imagined Mm -hmm. in my first year as Dean. And now my first year's turned into almost a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And it just seems like we're getting started. (laughs) And then we're going to come back and it's a whole new thing. Mm -hmm. So I would say going back and and I was reflecting. So this morning as I was driving in that half an hour drive that I missed, I missed that as I called, you know, the thinking time or whatever. Mm -hmm. The reason why I ask, how are you doing? And I want to know how you're doing is I once had an owner, and he's a very well-known hotel, big, big hotel owner out west. I was the general manager, and he would call up, and I would answer the phone. He would say, how are things going? And you know what I thought he was asking? How the business was going. Right. Well, and it was, but I would think that he would want to know me as mm-hmm. a person, how I was doing first mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. the business. He could care less about mm-hmm. me. And so that's why I always made sure that I said, how are you doing and listening to really how it is and then talk business after that. So I was just reflecting on that this morning. Uh, Allie, I loved it when we would have the roundtables with people in hospitality. We had Mm -hmm. some breaking news. We found out some things that um, were surprising to us and had a big impact on the economic well-being of this area. But you would specifically say, how is everyone doing? No, seriously, how are you Mm -hmm. doing? How's your family doing? Mm -hmm. Not just your business. Mm -hmm. And I saw people, it's almost like it's been so long since we've had human interaction with people that aren't in our, I guess, immediate circle, that they would take a deep breath and say, Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you. Mm -hmm. And that was different. And I learned a lot from that. And I think the first four or five leader to leader we did with people we began by talking to them about how they communicated during the pandemic we had some football coaches mm-hmm. they were at the top of their craft they were national champions mm-hmm. and uh, we said well how'd you communicate and i think they all jumped on that and, and mm-hmm. i have a sign hanging in my office that we called it joy in communicating mm-hmm. a comment we came up with and so i think you brought joy in a dark time we had sally knocked out the bridge mm-hmm. Commute mm-hmm. got difficult for you and many, many other people. <laughs> yeah. The pandemic had us spread out. We faced a lot of things, and we faced them down, and we communicated our way through that. So I'm going to hammer on communication. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's either one of us thought that's what we mm-hmm. would talk about today. But I think that's, you ask me how maybe my leadership skills had to be a little different than I had anticipated, and communicating would be at the top of the list. And I think crisis, how do you handle the crisis? It was a crisis when faculty members didn't know if they'd be furloughed. They didn't know what it would be like many of them to teach through a computer Mm -hmm. rather than in the classroom. I think they performed really well. Mm -hmm. And we did, as a message, start saying communication with your students. Mm -hmm. So that helped us lead there. But I think that communication also helped hone our skills, yours, mine, the other associate deans, 
crisis communication. They were worried about, well, what does this mean? How will I teach? Mm -hmm. How will I be safe? How's my family going to be safe? I have a family member. I'm the caregiver. So that all, again, goes back to communication. When we talk about communication in the College of Business, that is one thing that we have actually assessed. That is one thing that we thought was important, but it truly was to me not what we're talking about, but it is so very important to take what you think is in the classroom into reality. And that's what we do in the College Mm -hmm. of Business. So maybe we teach it in a different way. Maybe we do apply what we've learned and say how we communicate needs to be different. Because now reflecting back, we're all learning and doing things differently. So I have to agree. What a great point. The employers that we talk with, and we're really trying to make an effort to listen to them. We're not in a vacuum where students need to be prepared for the careers that were available 30 Mm -hmm. years ago. The employers now want students to be able to communicate better. And I think as we develop curriculum, the ability to lead through communicating may be part of it. It's not just that you need to be able to speak better, write better. To advance, you need to be able to communicate what you know. That's a good thought just coming out of this. I was having a thought about some of the things that we've learned in education. And I think when I was interviewing for the job of dean, not being a traditional academic, the term community of learners mm-hmm. and shared governance. Those right. those were terms that wouldn't really apply to running a, a hotel business mm-hmm. or running. You were talking about the owner of the hotel. He was worried about the bottom line. Mm-hmm. And you were a concern of his as to how you contributed to the bottom line. He didn't have that human touch that you brought very, very front and center to the way I think the college business is run. I think Mm -hmm. we have, in the dean's office, I think we have shared governance. We really get together and we work as a team. Mm -hmm. And uh, we do brainstorm a pretty good bit. We'll have a meeting on a specific topic, and we almost always are willing to let the conversation go to where it needed to go because we hadn't necessarily thought about that topic. Mm-hmm. So we, we find a lot of new and exciting things. You think of that term shared governance. Mm-hmm. We share that governance over here. Mm-hmm. And I do think that uh, we're a community of learners. Mm-hmm. And as leaders, we mm-hmm. have a leadership team here. And we have meetings. And we have mm-hmm. become a community of learners mm-hmm. in, in those sessions because I yeah. think we all learn. And I, I see it in the new chairs picking up on their leadership skills and applying that coming from being a faculty member to being a quasi-administrator. Mm-hmm. Chair is kind of neither fish nor fowl. Yeah. They're, they're not really a faculty anymore, and they're not truly an administrator. I was one. You were yeah, one. Yeah, I was one. <laughs> so, I, but I think it was great training for that. And I do think that uh, you and Melissa Broad are always willing to listen to share ideas, and we make collective decisions a lot Mm -hmm. that I think are moving the College of Business in a whole new direction. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about that. So listening more, Mm. I think, is a part of communication we don't think about that 
when you're the head of your company or the president of the hotel chain or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you're used to listening to the answers you want to hear, mm-hmm. uh, specific things, and go on to other important. But education's different than that. Mm-hmm. And I think that part of it is that taking your ideas and understanding your bigger, so in a college, going up to a university, going up to board of trustees, going up to board of governors, it's just a very different, however, we do have to listen to our students, we have to listen to our faculty, we have to listen to our colleagues across campus, and that to me I think is super important. I agree with you, I'm chuckling. Allie, because I was listening to the Board of Governors mm-hmm. meeting just recently this week. And one of the comments was, look, the legislature's spoken and they expect you to listen to them. Mm-hmm. And so often I, I think about beginning to teach after having been an attorney practicing mm-hmm. law. There are no answers that you need for an exam in my class that you won't get from doing your work and being in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And so it's a matter of listening. Mm-hmm. And I think we're learning during the pandemic, we had many, many more opportunities to meet collectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd have a Zoom meeting where it might have been a meeting with two of us in the hallway and we wouldn't have bothered someone else. We learned to collaborate more, to get other viewpoints. And I don't think those were wasted efforts. I think we will always be more efficient and meeting times. I've been amazed. The president said a couple of times she was astounded that she could rather hastily call a meeting of her extended cabinet or leadership and that everyone was there 15 minutes notice if needed. And we found that in the College of Business that we'll never be the same communicating. There it is again, communicating. So hopefully we were listening and we listened to each other in these meetings. So I think I'm a different leader, and I think one of the things I said when it got here, we were going to have a culture of kindness. Mm-hmm. And right. I think that you helped set the tone for what that means. To me, that was being polite, polite and collegial. Mm-hmm. But it's caring about people. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to be a leader. To, Quint Studer mm-hmm. hits on that. We had a great leader to lead with him. Mm-hmm. And I think we both okay. saw a different side of, Mm-hmm. the humanity of his leadership. Yeah. He's a great speaker, mm-hmm. but he threw out names and situations that mm-hmm. told, I think, me and you mm-hmm. that when he asks you how you're doing, he has the same mm-hmm. response that he's looking for that you were expecting mm-hmm. from your former employer. Mm-hmm. So reflecting back kind of Away from, and it, and it is an amazing thing, by the way, these episodes, these podcasts really authentically came from a couple of different things, and then we're here today. Reflecting back, we've had some amazing guests throughout the year, and we've learned a whole bunch. I wish we could put it into a book. And as we go forward, we're, our goal is next year to do the same thing, and, but make it a little bit different mm-hmm. because no longer do we plan on doing it via Zoom. Mm-hmm. 
will be, you know, in person and hopefully we can be in the College of Business or a location doing it, which would be really super cool. So it's innovation. It is looking forward, taking what was really, really good, what we learned, just like everybody else is doing, throw away what didn't. We're not going to do back-to-back Zoom calls anymore or back-to-back meetings. We're so tired by the end of the day. <laughs> we're zoomed out. <laughs> we're, we're zoomed out. And plus we're old, you know, by three o'clock in the afternoon. It's like not another one. But um, also to recognize that using the technology is a good thing. So we're going to continue to do that, continue to help faculty hone that skill, be at the top. Dr. King hopefully will help us be at the top of our educational technology. So we learned a lot. We did the best that we could. Some was good. Some was not. Some was great. Some was horrific. We all know that. We're about really to just wrap the year up, put a bow on it, put it up on on a shelf somewhere. So last thoughts, Rick, about leadership, where we're going, leadership traits. I'll let you conclude. What are your last thoughts for the semester? Well, gosh, I have have so, so many thoughts that are away from that. You know I am terrible about using sports-related analogies. And when you were talking (laughs) about where we would do the podcast, The uh-huh. Leader to Leader. Are you thinking? Are Immediately you I had an idea of sitting outside the Switz Cafe downstairs yeah. so the students could watch us interview leaders and maybe gain some insights into leadership. Uh, so yeah. I think maybe yeah. we, we might do that sometimes. I think that would be fun. Yeah. And that uh, goes, we're so focused on high impact practices. Mm-hmm. And then on the other hand, we talk about opportunities maybe to flip a classroom where Mm -hmm. some of our students see things in a different light because of the vast knowledge our faculty has and the leaders that we bring together they'll be here now won't be on Mm -hmm. a zoom so maybe that's a place we do it i think leadership needs to take us to having a greater impact on the economy Mm -hmm. that we're around i was in a rotary meeting and i heard the president of Pensacola Christian College talk about they had a $1.1 billion impact, and that's about the Mm -hmm. equivalent of ours. Mm -hmm. But I think some of the things we're talking about, new programs, new degrees, even centers Mm -hmm. of excellence, leadership, those kind of things, I think we're going to lead toward better education, preparing students for today's Mm -hmm. world, what the employers are looking for. And I think the College of Business needs to be a part of growing the business in this area. I love it that the provost asked me once, he said, why is the College of Business not run like a business? And he did that a little, I hope it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but I think a part of that is why are we not the economic engine that we Mm -hmm. could be? You've been in a lot of the meetings with the business leaders. They're ready for that. They want that. They want to be engaged. And I've been astounded with how receptive they are to saying simply, how can I help? Mm -hmm. I want to help. Mm -hmm. We've had some great meetings. I think we're poised to try to gain back a lot of lost ground Mm -hmm. from not being able to be out working with our partners as closely as we had wanted. I think the faculty, I'm going to say they're a little scarred and battered from the pivot to Mm -hmm almost yeah. fully online. I think our students are a little battered and from doing that, but 
at the end of the day, I think I concur with our president, who's been a great leader through this. Mm-hmm. We successfully pivoted, and we did the very best we could under the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Everyone bought into that. They were champions. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about the future. I think it's a great opportunity for me as dean to try to provide leadership and bring other leaders along with me in the college. You're a great leader. Mm -hmm. Uh, Melissa Broad's a great leader. Our chairs are great leaders. Mm -hmm. We were talking about some of the chairs. The the gears are always spinning. They're Mm -hmm. thinking of how we do things better, Better. deliver a better product Mm -hmm. for our students and for our partners in the community Mm -hmm. that are gonna hire those students. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be my end game is I don't have people say or that don't really understand what administrators do in college. Mm-hmm. Well, are you off for the summer? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm off my game because we're working more than 40 hours a week. Oh, this is goodness. a great opportunity, but um, um, we want the students back. It's yeah. fun when we see them on campus. Anyone's listening to this podcast, Dr. Allie Green would agree. We love to have people come see what we're doing at the yes. College of Business. And so yes. if you hear this, Come on by. Please come see us. We have a beautiful facility here. And it's so much more beautiful when we have life here. We have mm-hmm. people from the community mm-hmm. here. We have people coming in and speaking. So Clint Studer always says, and it's one of our sayings now, is never underestimate the difference you make. Mm-hmm. And so people that listen to these and send us comments, you make a difference mm-hmm. in the way we're running the College of Business. Your feedback makes a big difference. It's been a lot of fun this year, Allie. It's been fun. It's been a lot of hard work. And as Coach Shinnick says, smart, hard work. I think we have to do more smart, hard work. Mm -hmm. That's ahead of us, but it has. So thanks, Dean Fountain. What a pleasure. Thank you.